Last time on Almost Heroes, the end has begun. Glenn is faced with his Sakalian past while we fight for our future. But not till after Glenn throws a bit of shade his way. Glenn bides his time, waiting to strike while unafraid of death, I charge in. Unfortunately met with an aura of protection and ouchies. Goldbreak tries to dispatch me, but the Baron shows up counterspelling in the nick of time. Simultaneously, we see the Battle of Winterhaven commence as the Revivifists and Lady Zoran charge in. The Baron and Goldbreak break away into open air, casting spells at each other as Trakar barrels down on me away, <coughs> uh, engaging in combat. Rangren moves up into the fray with me casting Sunburst, blinding Chikar, giving us a chance to strategize against the beast. Combat ensues now as the heroes begin exchanging blows, casting spells. Lin is being quite intentional as he attempts to stab the soul gem of Chikar with the blade of the knee. Uh, <clears throat> he dispels Goldbraith's spectral weapon, and Rangrim shows off his new powers as he summons um, a coddle to protect and heal us, casts a massive healing spelling on me, and one of the largest spirit guns I've ever seen. Chakar, enraged as he cleanses the blindness, spews a massive acid breath right at me and Rangrim. Glynn, trying to catch Goldbreak off guard, teleports into the air right behind him, but he senses the attack and blasts a finger of death at him, nearly escaping while dealing a serious slice to the back of Goldbreak. Running away from the Baron, uh, shields Glynn, but at the cost of his own life, falling to ashes as he takes a disintegration ray to the chest. We see a glint of light shoot off into the, into the distance in hopes that the Baron's demise is only temporary. And that is where we left off. Thank you very much, Bobby. That brings us to episode 129, Fractured Future, part two. When we last left off, the three of you, uh, alongside the Baron, were squaring off against Goldbreak and Shakar. Uh, when in an effort to protect Glynn, the Baron had taken his attention away from Goldbreak for just a second and had been hit by a powerful disintegration spell. So you look on now as the last remnants of the Baron blow away in the wind. All the while, you, you just hear kind of echoing in the background the continued haunting cackles of Goldbreak. So as this scene is kind of unfolding, like this is kind of a freeze frame moment, like as this, you see the kind of the remnants of the Baron floating away. In that second, as this as this is happening, um, what are the three of you doing? Like what in that split second as this occurs, what do you do? Uh, Glenn, oof, seeing firsthand or up front, the uh, disintegration effect, um, I think Glenn's sort of panicking a little and trying to like, you know, in uh, Saving Private Ryan where that guy's grabbing his arm and trying to just like reattach it. Glenn's like trying to reach for like the ashes and he's like, oh my God, Baron, why? You shouldn't have done that. I probably would have maybe been okay, but you son of a bitch, you're gonna die, Goldbreak. 
Um, what is what is Cosmo doing? Um, Cosmo is, I presume, slicing and dicing on Jakar. Um, I don't know if I would have even seen it. Okay, you might uh, just be engaged in in combat, and not even noticed. Um, oh. go ahead, pass the ring. How about you, Rangram? Uh, Rangram would have seen it. Looking right at him, you piece of fucking shit. The um, I mean, you you see Goldbreak who like stops cackling and is just kind of looking down at you now, still floating in the air, maybe 10, 15 feet off of the platform. And uh, yeah, um, I think he looks he looks over at you and goes, "Enough," and waves his hand. And as that happens, you feel all of yourselves freeze. And not like in a way where you're paralyzed, but you see, Glenn, the ash in front of you that's kind of still blowing, like blowing off the platform, it stops in midair. Your hand still like, kind of like with it still on your palm as you were like lifting it up off the ground, like time itself seems to have frozen. The only two things you can see moving are gold break and the energy radiating off of the heart of Ao. As you recognize the spell time stop has been used. And Goldbreak brings themselves down onto the platform and walks slowly over to Chikar, putting a hand on him and looks you see their face and they look like impressed. Because it certainly is a shame that you won't join my cause. The three of you have amassed quite a bit of power, but still quite not nearly enough. And walking around, just um, like surveying the this battle, um, you can tell that you are, by the way, you're, you can tell you're frozen, um, but like you, you feel like your face is still able to be moved. It's mostly your body that's been frozen in place. Like you, you feel like you could still speak. So we're like um, but, stopped, we're like slowed, like you're a... <laughs> No, you can still speak normally. It, it, it seems to be only affecting like mostly your bodies. Um, it maybe, you know, for for his own purposes or whatever, like his by own- By design. Yeah. yeah, by design. It's almost for dramatic effect almost, it's so weird. Um, uh, you, Little <laughs> Boskin monologue. Yeah, as, as Goldbreak <laughs> is, is, as Goldbreak's walking around, uh, surveying the, the damage from the battle and the carnage. Um, this, this battle is pointless. Your friend's death was pointless. Your fate is already known to me. How could you possibly know our fate? If you had uh, seen any of this coming, why would you have waited this long why did you why did you have to wait for us to do your dirty work hmm. that is a good question and one that i think is valuable to answer as i don't think that you'll be around long enough to do much with the information big talk coming from someone who had to bring another dragon to clean up even more of their dirty work hmm. well I learned long ago that when there are 
potential obstacles in your way, it's better to turn those obstacles into tools for your victory than to allow them to stand before you. Why I know that your fate has already been sealed and why I've done all of this. He's waving his hands around. There are few of my race that gain the powerful ability to see into the future, not only into their futures, but into all perceivable futures and versions of themselves, of every reality, of every plane that exists. I can see what I could become. And do you know how frustrating it is to have that knowledge, to see that your future, where you would end up, compared to those other permeations of yourself that have gone on to go beyond the mortal form. Why is it fair that mortals such as the seven should gain the power of gods and bypass these ephemeral forms and get to dictate the world around them while something as magnificent as myself will just pass from this world as if a fading memory. I imagine it's because they probably were just trying to help it while you're just out here trying to manipulate it and take it for yourself. Oh, your memory's gonna fade. Did you did you see me showing a shield up your asshole? Because that one's in your cards, mate. He uh, he laughs as he's walking around. He goes, you do have a fire. I'll give you that. It is unfortunate, all of these things that I've had to do to get to this point. But I saw what fate had unfolded for me and what avenues I had to take to get here. Do you think it's easy to pull every little string in the right order, the correct way, to make sure that we ended up here now. This is redetermined, this wasn't chance. You are here now and you will die here because you are meant to, not because of some accidents or decisions that you made. Oh, I think you that's where you got it wrong. My man over there, and like, I, we're like still talking, but like slow-mo moving, I'm trying to motion over Cosmo. That guy over there is gonna mess your head into this fucking ground. You know it. You're the one that came here to die. Rankrim, um, roll me a, uh, roll me intimidation check. You do have advantage on those, by the way, because of your eye. Oh, that is true. I don't know if I made it, but... Uh, intimidation, sir, that is going to be, uh, 20, dirty 20. Okay. You see the, the smile, the smirk just falter slightly on, on Goldbreak's, uh, draconic face. Uh, he's still in that, that kind of humanoid form where he's, it's like a faded, faded gold, almost like a tarnished gold. And he's got these like, almost like slightly glowing 
they almost look like gems, but they're like not, they're like irregular shapes and sizes of every color that are kind of embedded in his scales all over his body. Um, of course, you can only see part of it because he's still wearing that robe. Um, but Rangram, when you say that, you're looking at, at, at Goldbreak and you you notice that like slight drop in his uh, in his smirk um, just because you're high perception. Um, and Glenn, you would recognize as well because you're high, the, you're high perception. But you also recognize you see something from behind that kind of takes your attention away just for a second. Chakar is is moving, and Chakar is is kind of sidling up now, um, still looking very injured, like incredibly injured. Uh, but they're moving kind of around the side of of Goldbreak now um, to to the right hand side. Um, but you notice one thing. The gem in their chests, that greenish color that is like slightly had a little bit of orange tint to it. You see it start to like the color shifts slightly, almost like as if it brightens and the, the hue begins to warm slightly as if there is um, there is more orange in it as you all are kind of, uh, you know, saying these things to Goldbreak. And while Goldbreak is... Uh, talking about their plan it's it's a little pathetic still to this to this day that you're so concerned about these these mortal coils that you're bound to you have you have all this power so much room to leave a legacy of benevolence and good through the land of Sakal, Cosmo's name is ringing louder than Goldbreak's ever has and again it's just it's it's sad to see someone with your power to just be absolutely squandering it in a way that honestly is something that probably realistically I would do but if you're trying to get away from death you stepped into the wrong fucking circle my friend Fucking a right. Well, and you see that uh, you 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 noticed again a little bit of um, a little bit of color shift as the uh, the hue inside of uh, Chakar's chest kind of seems to brighten a little bit. We've all spent countless times defying fate. We have a friend who tried to help read ours to us, and we ignored it and denied it, but. You know your past is coming for you as well. It doesn't matter how much wealth or how much power you're you're ama- you're going to build. It's designed. We're all designed to die eventually. You are trying to capture this part of Ao. You're trying to encompass this power of the creator of gods, but you don't even deserve it. It's it's going to melt you. It's going to destroy you because you are just so weak. All, all the power you think you might have is just wasted on a futile attempt to prolong your own life. You've been hiding in the shadows. The power that you're looking for comes from bravery and compassion and, again, doing anything good. Not, not always doing the right thing, but doing it with doing the bad things with the intention of it being positive and you just are wasting away in front of us. I 
we can't even move, and I can tell that you're slowly wilting. It's it's just pathetic. Our friend Bryn did everything he could to honor the name of Goldbreak, and here you are just wasting all his hard work. You corrupted countless bloodlines to, to further your own needs, and for what? To maybe potentially be immortal? The best case going to happen to you as you get your hands on that heart of Ao, become a god, and just like Ao, the Seven's going to come rip your heart right out of your chest. You'll just be another heart that gets lost in a underwater prison to be forgotten to time. There are no statues of you anymore, Goldbreak. It's all relics. It's all crumbling away, just like whatever semblance of a plan you have now. Take inspiration for one thing. That was incredible. Get him. Um, Get him. <laughs> fucking, fucking dragon. Uh, that was incredible. Uh, but you see, Goldbreak's face is not, there's no smirk there anymore. And the light in Shakara's chest is, it grew in, in brightness and warmth quite a lot while you were speaking. And you see Goldbreak just scowling now at you goes I spent much of my life and wealth on helping humanity I have done that I built Goldbreak from the ground up I gave them everything and when I looked into my future I saw nothing I found myself wanting. And I saw a future with myself as powerful as any god as Ao ever was. With the seven bowed down before me, I saw myself ascendant. And that is the future that I will achieve. I will mold this world in my image. I will build statues to the heavens depicting myself and every single person in existence will know the name Goldbreak. That's the problem with you people, beings, creatures that try to make yourself God. You're not the ones that deserve it. The ones that deserve that place are the ones that don't want it. They're the ones that look for the other people and hope for others to succeed. You seek it selfishly. They sought it for the goodness of the mankind, of humankind, of all creation. You seek it for yourself. You may have looked into the future and saw how it goes and raising all these statues for yourself. It's not supposed to be about that. It's supposed to be about caring for people. It's supposed to be about camaraderie and kindness and goodness and hope. All you've done is brought in darkness and death. And there's one thing that you missed when you looked into the future. You did not intend on this dwarf and that dwarf and that elf standing here knowingly that the chances of dying were great. But we don't quit. 
I won't quit. And you, you don't get it. You don't, you don't see it because you're blind to it. And as soon as this unstops, whatever it is that you think that you have this hold over me and over us, you're no match. Goldbreak looks at you and again, that, that light in Jakar's chest, it's, it's very, very orange now. It's, it's. There's very little green left. The, 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 the like yellowish light is now just like very, it's getting more and more tinted by that orange. And Chikar does, or uh, Goldbreak does not seem to be noticing this, by the way. Chikar is slightly behind them and they're very focused on you. His eyes are just trained on you, Cosmo, and he, uh, his scowl raises into a smirk and goes, Well, that may be the case, but you'll die all the same and, huh. I think it's quite enough time for me to spend enjoying monologuing about my master plan. I think that maybe is now a good time to check in on our our friends in the the northeast and let's just see how how their moral high ground is is helping them. And you see them you see Goldbreak wave his hand in a circle and conjures a scrying portal to his right. And it takes you a second, but you recognize that it's showing the Battle of Winterhaven. It's kind of like panning around as if it's like, you know, going from a, a bird's eye view to like focusing on individual, uh, you know, more zoomed in uh, images of the of the battle. And you can see Lady Zoran and Bakran are fighting. And from what you can see, like, they have pretty thoroughly routed the Imperial army up there. Like they have, they are doing work and have pushed the Winter Haven army pretty far back and seem to be doing incredibly well. And I think that for a second, that gives you, that gives you hope. And until you look at Goldbreak's face and his smile is now fully back, that just like sickening smile that makes your stomach drop. And as they bare their teeth, they say, did you really think that your silly tricks would be enough? <laughs> I told you, I already know every move that you'll make. And he snaps his fingers. And in an instant, you see portals begin to appear all around Revivus. And out of them charge hundreds of elves clad in armor. Elves with tan skin and stark white hair. And Glenn, you recognize three figures in particular as they step out of the portals and lead the charge into the fray against the Revivus. They are the three elders of the Sephirian Council that banished you so long ago. And even in the seconds that feel like minutes that you are watching this, you can see very clearly that the tide of this battle is about to shift against the root of this favor. And Goldbreak drops the portal, waving his hand again, and that laughter is just continuing. Now where were we? Ah, oh, yes. 
the three of you were about to meet your end, and I will claim the power of creation for myself. Or you'll fucking die under my fucking boots. Leave it to a dragon to be so blinded by their own greed to miss what was obviously right in front of them this whole time. Not to be able to recognize that had they put in the, the smallest amount of work to amass friends and allies that weren't just terrified of them and belittle or terrified of them and cowering, you'd be so much stronger. The Zephyrian people don't respect you. You're just a tyrant. And with every tyrant, as you know, as you have seen through, I'm sure, your millennia of lives that you viewed, there will always be someone who comes for you. We we are temporary, absolutely. We are written off already. But what you think is a clever trump card in this moment, why don't you pan back to Lady Zaran? You, you see them quitting? You, you see a a person who's never been in the tide of battle, who's never seen a war zone, putting their life on the line against some ideal that they have and whatever conquering you might be taking part in, there's always going to be more ladies or ons. There's always going to be more fearsome four. And I promise you, even with your best, cutest little spell in the mass of a Zephyrian army, I'm still the best thing that came out of that country, and I promise you, you didn't get me, so. You goddamn right. Drop this. See see what happens. Make my fucking day. But I swear to God, the only thing that's going to be dragging here is my nuts across your face. Hey, <laughs> a boy, Glenn, get him. Oh, my God. Incredible. Um, I... Dick jokes. I, amazing. I, I know you already have inspiration, but hot damn. Uh, Even in death. It, Double inspiration, you say? It's super inspiration. Um, I, I think inspiration. That, I think all three of you it, 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 uh, deserve inspiration. So oh, that's y'all, a lot of grogs. Y'all take, oh my God, y'all take inspiration. But you see, uh, you see Goldbreak's face again. Um, and just that last, that last one-liner just really... Really, you see that smile, uh, that smirk drop again, and he turns towards you and goes, Well then, Sephirian, you have the honor of dying first. And he turns to Chikar, and you see him lay a hand on Chikar's snout, um, and you see all of the wounds across Chikar heal up, as he turns towards you, Glenn, making direct eye contact and says, kill them. And he says that and Chikar does nothing. And you see, you see the orange light just like almost double in brightness and Goldbreak 
look like just looks completely like just you're infuriated like he is not used to things not doing what he commands them to do did you hear me you brainless creature i said kill them or i'll and then you see chikar open its mouth wide and swallow gold break whole and <laughs> you see chikar as it as it like closes its mouth around gold break this ancient twisted ancient black dragon and just you see a swallow as the uh, as this like lump starts going down its throat and in a split second you see Chikar look at you and its eyes are different there's something about them that is a very familiar gaze and there's a slight warmth to them and in just looks at you and just for a second you feel that and then he lifts off pressing his four remaining limbs into the ground and starts flying away with its powerful wings beating behind you guys get blasted by wind um, as shakar lifts into the air and you see them get maybe like you know they, they start flying away and they're lifting in the air they're trying to like make as much distance as possible as quickly as possible you all feel yourselves become like start to like you know time starts to return to you and you're able to move your bodies again and as Chakar is is flying away um, you start to see something that doesn't seem right you see a like almost like a swelling in them um, in their like in the middle of their their chest area you see them like as they're getting farther away you they start to grow in size and that you know that should be the complete opposite um and so as you're looking on you see this swelling begin to happen and you hear one like outcry of pain from chikar that you've heard many times now at this point having fought them twice and then the swelling reaches its critical mass and you see a glowing form burst out of the center of Jakar's chest and you see this this form kind of stays suspended in the air while this torn form of Jakar just falls and like lands on uh, one of the broken pieces of the um of the platform like doesn't make it all the way away and like lands and like kind of like half on the platform its head like in the water um kind of lands heavily and just like you can tell immediately like half of Chikara is ripped open like there is there is there is not much left and as you look in the air you see a form that is taking shape and it is growing and mutating at an alarming rate and it is quickly about twice the size that Chikar was. And as this thing begins to, like, take on a form that is more recognizable as something, you can see limbs and wings, they are also covered in, like, multiple, like, their hues are, like, they are, like, pearlescent in their colors. Like, they, they, are, they are just colored in all of these like radiant colors, but at the same time, they are like bright gold. And all of these like 
these little like pockets of color that are all over them that are embedded in them are just like shining in the light and like spreading across their body as this massive ancient gold dragon takes its shape but it is much larger than than Chikar was like i said about twice its size as it comes back to the platform and lands heavily on it you see this iridescent gold dragon that is resplendent in how both equally beautiful and terrible that it looks. And it is covered in these gem shards just head to toe as if it has been, forgive me, but bedazzled. And it, see it takes, uh, you, you see it just like kind of lands on the platform and like the whole thing shakes when it does um, and lands heavily on there. And then it speaks. And its voice is much, much deeper now than what it was. Take a deep breath and bask in my magnificence. Because it will be the last thing that you ever see. So, you all see this magnificent, terrible, horrifying visage of this resplendent gold dragon that has now landed in front of you, like I said, twice the size of Chikar. And, um, I mean, it's, it's, gar- it's gargantuan as they go. And uh, they have, uh, they've said their cool one-liner, uh, Goldbrick has, and uh, I think it's about time to uh, jump back into combat. Uh, roll me initiative. Roll that initiative, baby. A nat 10. <laughs> uh, Glenn got a 16. Okay. Uh, rent, rent room go to five. <laughs> it's time to da, 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 die. <laughs> uh, strong <laughs> five for Rangram. Cosmo, what'd you get? Uh, Nat 11. 11. Um, asking for a friend. I know we're in the middle of the Von Hurst lock. How far, how far away is Cedric's house? Pretty far. <laughs> Pretty far. So the way well, I look I at the Von Hurst... <laughs> the way I look at the Von Hurst Lock is um, it's the scale of it is like the Great Lakes. Like it's like you're in the center of one of the Great Lakes. That, and so he would okay. be on one of the banks. That's kind of the scale of the Von Hurst Lock. And we're now yeah. outside of the lock or like above the lock, right? So it like ascended and uh, you're bare. You're barely above the water. You're maybe 10 feet above the water. Um, it's yeah, it's kind of just sitting like it's made its own little island in the center of the water. Um, so you're you know, you can hear the water lapping beneath you. Uh, the the starfall is still happening above you as well. Um, but uh, one thing, too, um, all of you roll me, uh, well, yeah, all of you roll me arcana checks. Um, but I, I think, Glenn, I'm going to give you advantage on this. Great. Uh, so I'm going to roll the Glenn die on that one. <laughs> oh, God, it's terrible, even with advantage. Uh, 14. Wait, yeah, 14. <laughs> dirty 15 okay well um i would say that all of you recognize it maybe rangrim recognizes it a little bit earlier but um as this as this figure as this dragon lands in front of you as as goldbreak you know is kind of sidling up there and obviously you're taking all this in um when goldbreak was in their humanoid form there you you notice that they were covered in these like little gems now that they have 
swollen to their full size. It is very, very apparent that these things that are embedded into their body are not gems. And you're looking at them for a second and, you know, taking it all in. And then you flash back to your your fight with, with Bryn and recognize, like, you remember when you shattered that soul gem and all the shards of the Loth crystal were all around the room. And this looks incredibly close to that. All these little fragments of all these different colored gems that are kind of embedded into this into this creature. And that's that's what you that's what that's the thing that kind of comes to your mind is that like this looks very similar to that that you know that gem that Loth soul is contained within, but there he is covered in thousands of these fragments uh crit spots right yeah absolutely they're all glowing actually weak points um so uh mm. yeah <laughs> without further ado um that is going to bring us uh glenn you are uh, unsurprisingly going to go first um okay so glenn's being this giant fucking monstrosity um going to quickly sheathe Chandrell and look to gold break and he's going to pull the rend of the dragon queen out his bow and he's going to knock a it's like an air arrow since it's just like a spectral shot and to start his turn and I think as he's kind of running uh, since we've learned from fighting dragons enough not to stand in a group um, he's going to start like running <laughs> towards the right um, to fan out a little bit. Um, he's going to yell out. He said, uh, come over here, you multicolored fuck. I thought you said I was going to be the first one to die. <laughs> and I'm going to he's going to take a shot as he's running off to the side. Love it. <laughs> you multicolored fuck. I love it. <laughs> what he is. Uh, 21 to hit. Uh, that does not hit. All right. And you just make sure I did that right. Yikes. Now is the time to use my shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So Glenn is going to, he's going to take like a, an errant shot and move 30 feet onto this bridge here um if we had to like cardinal direction um like which way cedric's the lock is is it towards glenn is it on the other side of gold yes. break towards towards glenn okay um yeah this would be set up in cardinal direction so uh glenn is to the uh well i'm sorry that's i was looking at from the wrong direction glenn's cardinal direction is north based okay. on how we would be and then are these standing pillars, um, these pieces in them, like the, because there's little statues, but are these pillars here on the sides? Well, let me do the little. Um, they're, they're not, they're not, they're, they're like, think of them as hinge points where the walls came down. So they're not, they're like maybe five feet high. Okay. Um, then Glenn is going to take his full movement and travel all 30 feet. 
and he's going to take the bonus action dodge and just wait for whatever old break has coming for him um and he'll take advantage on dex saving throws but also uh if gold break goes melee he's gonna have disadvantage on the attacks and that's okay. glenn's turn i love it um uh, i forgot good. to bring it up but uh the coaddle did roll a 15. okay perfect so that means he will go right or they will go right now don't want to gender your coaddle uh okay um i was not terribly prepared for that uh <laughs> you can so you can swap the, it with your turn if you want heal me nope nope we're gonna full send uh, yeah and it's gonna heal cosmo heal me yeah so the kawaddle is going to use his innate spell casting to uh cast a cure wounds on his homeboy cosmo mm-hmm. hey That'll be 2d8 plus a spellcasting modifier, which is. Not a lot, Cosmo. We're trying over here. And the spellcasting modifier is. <laughs> you get 12 hit points back. Let's go. I don't know how I'm going to beat you now. <laughs> and uh, then it's going to move. Uh, directly into homeboy's face. Perfect. R.I.P. Doug. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm still a silly snake. <laughs> silly snake. Silly snake. Is that the uh, is that the end of the quadal's turn? Uh, yes, sir. It would be. Perfect. That's gonna bring us uh, to my God. I hate that these things that automatically arrange themselves. They're contract. They're combat trackers. Just all kinds of bunk right now. Uh, Cosmo, your turn. Perfect. Just what I wanted. Um, he maybe looks down to his war pick and he's just like, all right, Chet, you ready for this? <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. All right. And then uh, he just runs in. How high up is his head? Uh, pretty high. Pretty high up. Uh, I'm thinking Big like Cosmo questions. Big Cosmo questions. I'm thinking it's you're gonna have to climb this this thing. You're gonna have to go Monster Hunter style to get up there. How how high though? It's gonna be 50 feet up, Cosmo. Fuck. All right. Um. We just aim for flesh, then I guess. <laughs> Let's go. Um. All right. We'll go with 40 feet. We'll go with 40 feet for that's, right now. I think because that's bigger than an ancient, a normal ancient dragon. So 40 feet's easier than to remember. That 40. All right. Cosmo still can't jump that. He's trying to, though. You yeah. don't have a 40 foot vertical leap, Cosmo? No, you need to you no, train. Dog. Actually, is this something insane? Like, it's like every plus. Dwarfs like every can't jump, bro. Plus one is like 10 feet. So if you have a plus five, I think you can actually jump like 50 feet or something stupid. The way that they like calculate the ability yeah. to jump in this game is broken. A little stupid. Yeah, I'm sure. Cosmo is LeBron. I am LeBron. LeBron Cosmo. and I are the same. All right. LeBron um, Cosmo. I really love that. Um, I really loved that Space Jam movie starring Cosmo. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Against the algorithm. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, Cosmo is going to attack. Uh, LG rhythm. 
and um, we're gonna do some damage. That's a great idea. You know what, honestly, of all the ideas you've ever had, uh, I think that's a pretty good one. I know it is a great one. I thought of it myself. <clears throat> so the first one is a 31 to hit. The second one is a 27 to hit. Uh, that, yeah, those both hit. All right. All right, guys, it's not 27. So it's somewhere <laughs> between 27 and 21. 26 and a half. 26 and a half. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's somewhere in there. And uh, we're going to roll some damage. Sorry. Hold, please. <laughs> if the 27 hadn't hit, yeah, that would have been... Dude, right. <laughs> if only. That would have well, been a little scary. Did you guys scary. Shoot, the, shoot the glowing pillars all around the room to make him... To, to get rid of his uh, his invulnerability before you uh, attacked? Right. Uh, I did, yes. <laughs> did you? Okay, good. Yeah, while you're uh, going to the bathroom, we did that. For the sake uh, gotcha. of... For the sake of damage calculation, use the light he, arrows. Is he fiend or undead? Uh, neither. No. All right, just checking. Just a cunt. <laughs> oh hell yeah! All right, I wish I'd rolled a crit on that one. So nineteen, twenty-nine. Oh, pl twenty-nine plus uh twenty-eight. Fifty-seven. Nasty. So all right, give me some flavor. So he's just, he, I think he's just like, just this tenacity in him and he is running and he just like runs up and he's like, Aah! and he just slices sharp pick down into just as high as he can get. And he just rips down really hard and he's just like stabs it in and he drags it up and he's, he's trying to put the hurt on him. I love it. Well done. Come um, and get that's, me! That's it. That's all I got. No bonus actions you want to use? No, not currently. We're going to save those. All right, so as you um, as you kind of start tearing into, into Gold Break, like, you're, I mean, you're noticing, like, as you're cutting into him, like, there is, like... It's almost like as you're as you cut through this, which I mean, it is difficult to get through this hide, but you're able to like get in there and like cut through. But I think as you're doing so, like there, it's it's almost like it's luminescent inside too. Like the skin as it parts, like the 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 flesh inside is like pearlescent as much as the outside is, and it's kind of disarming how like how there's light coming out of inside. Even the blood that's dripping to the ground is like. It's almost uh, the same kind of shimmering, multicolored uh, consistency as as the exterior is. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, it's all the way through. There is something wild going on with this uh, with this dragon. But I will say that um, you like you cut right next to one of these shards. Um, it's made, let's say it's like a red. It's like a red shard that's like maybe fist sized um, that is like hanging on by just a thread. Um, as you cut into them. So just just a little knowledge for you there. Um, but that is going to bring us to Rangrim. Um, Rangrim is going to use his full movement speed to get directly under his head right here. 
So that's a full his full movement speed 25. So he's running and like cool action movie slide. Pulls his hammer out, smashing it into the ground, and I'm casting spiritual guardians at fifth level <laughs> on his underneath his head. Amazing. Is there any save or anything? He just needs to it's just a, a bad zone. Zone of badness. It's a very bad zone for him. So it, it <laughs> is centered on me. Um I'm sorry, it's the wrong spell. Uh, when I cast a spell, I designate uh, any number of creatures I can see unaffected by it. Obviously, it's going to be the homies. Um, uh, unaffected creatures speed. The affected creature speed is halved in the area, and when the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it must make a wisdom save. On a failed save, it takes uh, 5d8 radiant damage based on what I currently cast it at. Half as much on a successful save. Okay. Um, awesome. Well, let's see if I can make that save. You said wisdom save? Wisdom save. Pretty good plus for that. I'm sure it is, and mine's nerfed right now because you're a nice guy. <laughs> Though, I will say, he did just roll 13, um, so that was not good. Uh, that's that's with a, a pretty high plus too. So you got very lucky there. So you rolled thirteen, which I assume that he fails. Oh yeah, he does fail. He does fail. So that's five d eight. Let's go. Forty damage. Damn. Well done. So, <laughs> give me a little flavor for uh, this this bad zone you've just uh, centered on. Goal break. Sarangram runs in while Cosmo's like smashing on his head and like slides in underneath his body, just getting like below his neck, smashes his hammer on the ground, and Rangram's spiritual homies all show up. Flittering around him, a bunch of grandma dwarfs smacking him with ladles and a frying pan. There's an old grandpa with a pit fork that's like stabbing him maybe in the eyes. This is straight up like Lord of the Rings with the ghost just like mauling. Absolutely, 100%. Yes. Over the Um, mammoth or whatever. Love it. Love it. It's a a mosh pit in there and uh, and gold breaks in the middle of it. Um, Is that the end of your turn? That is the end of my turn. And um, that is a 15-foot radius around me. I don't know if we have a thing to... Um, Well... Uh, so is it going to will it move with you or is it something it that just stays with me as long as I hold concentration on it? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, I I think we might just have to play this by ear. We might be able to put something. I mean, there, but... he's big enough that I'm pretty sure most of the time he's going to be inside of it, but we can Probably. figure it out. Probably. But that's going to bring us to Goldbreak's turn, and Goldbreak is going to open with. Uh, just using one of their legendary actions um, to do to you see them their wings go out wide and just a pow, one powerful flap downwards and uh, they are casting or they're they're using their wing attack um, which is is going to anything within 15 feet of the dragon uh, needs to make a dexterity saving throw right now so that's gonna be Cosmo 
the uh, Kawadal and Rain. Uh, Do I have to but, make it because I'm underneath him? Uh, yeah, I think that, yeah. <laughs> I think that it's even going to be more powerful because it's that air is coming right down on you because he's lifting into the air currently. So you're directly below him. Uh, you do have the Quaddle and Rangrim both have plus four to their deck save throws because they're within 10 feet of me. Cool. Good for them. Oh, and is this, uh, is this the dex, is this a dex save? It is. It's a dex saving throw. It is indeed. The okay. dex, the dexiest so of that saving me To a healthy 16, sir. A kid? Not a kid. Okay. Uh, Cosmo uh, rolls for a the 24. Kawaddle. Old Kazi boy with a 24. 24, 16, and what the Quaddle roll? The Quaddle got an 8. Oh, okay. shit. None of you passed yes. the save. None Oof. of... Okay. What'd you get, Cosmo? 24? 6. 26. You heard it. Oof. You said 26. I thought you said 24. Sorry, 24. Yes, 24. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sorry, my um, dex oh, is plus six. Good to sorry. know. 24, 24, 24, 24. Goal flaps its wings once, twice, lifts in the air. Like, what is that? What is this flying speed? He, he flies 20 feet up into the air um, as this powerful wind comes down and knocks the three of you prone and also uh, does 19 damage. Um, so he moves up into the air, right? Yeah, so he's actually going to move. Um, he's gonna, Yeah, he's going to stay oh, up in the air for right now. So he's 20 feet up in the air. Oh, so that uh, provokes an attack of opportunity for me. Okay. Because he sure. moved out of my range. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so okay. I forgot fifth, I was blessed. Fifth level guiding bolt. <laughs> Go. Offering it down. Because he moved out of my range. That's happening. Okay, go for it. Um, Cosmo, I also heard that you still had less. I did. did you... So I rolled a four. What did you roll? So it's okay. 28. Okay, totally fine. Um, that just means that uh, you are going to take half the damage that's and what, you are not uh, not prone. Tight. A demo. The big Booyah. bless right there. <laughs> How's a 27 do to hit? Uh, that does hit. I fucking certainly hope so, because that would be so bad. That's, that's the lowest didn't. we've rolled against him that has hit. <laughs> Probably is AC. All right, well, that's good. I'm writing down that I'm blessed over here on my notes page, because I have certainly forgotten it. I did not. I don't even know that I used it in my attack rolls, so... It's... It's key, especially when you are, uh, you know, in a situation like that where like one point can make a difference. For sure, for sure. Oh yeah, uh, thirty-seven more radiant damage to him from my guiding bolt. Okay, uh, thirty-seven more damage. Love it. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna take an attack of opportunity. Well, never mind. I miss. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. You roll. <laughs> you swing. You swing at him as he's as he's flying <laughs> away and. Uh, you don't you don't get anything. I remember, um, I well, call well my actually, if Cosmo took that after my guiding bolt, he would have advantage I, I on didn't. the attack. I did. Be the same. Be the same turn. It's the same. Okay. Yeah, it's the same combat reaction. It's not gonna. It's fine. Same six seconds. Um, well, 
Goldbreak is 20 feet up in the air. Luckily, though, uh, they have a 20-foot range on their tail attack. That's good. Um, and uh, so yeah. it's going to use uh, it's going to use a couple uh, a couple tail attacks here. Oh, and that is the start of his turn, right? Yo. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Spiritual Guardians. He takes five d eight. Does it go just up? for existing on the start of his turn? Uh, that was a natural twenty. Uh oh. That's very scary for whoever. Um, I'm gonna do something here because I don't know who to target. Flip a coin. Um, I don't care. It's fine. Kill I'm the gonna quaddle. flip a coin here. Kill the quaddle. <laughs> the quaddle. Okay. Um, I'm gonna do one to two for Cosmo, uh, two uh, or three to four for Rangrim, and uh, five to six for the quaddle. I'm gonna roll d6. Excuse me. Also, he needed to make out. Did he make a wisdom save on the side of his turn? Uh, he is out of range. Because if he didn't, his speed is halved. That's just for starting his turn. No, is he out of range since Spirit he's 20 Guardians. feet in the? Oh, he. Started his, turn, his turn with the wing attack, there. right? Well, technically not. He did at the no, end of legendary it, action. It's a legendary action, so he did it legendary his turn. Yes. Fucking so. dork. <laughs> <laughs> he is the DM. Um, sorry. Just, uh, not John the dragon, but well, that's by the, uh, the John. Respect just it. one second. One second. One second. Uh, <laughs> actually, <laughs> not quite the contrary. Yeah, quite the contrary. Um, oh, good. No, sorry, that's that's Cedric's voice. I can't do it here. Uh, so <laughs> Cedric has joined the battle. Yeah, Cedric's here all of a sudden. Um, um, anywho, get, let's get back to this critical hit that he just did. Um, unfortunately, yeah. I rolled a. Three, I'd like to also deflect from that for a little while longer. Yeah, just, just stay away. Um, um that's gonna on, hit Rangrim. Can I? I'm gonna use my reaction and impose disadvantage. Oh. Well, that's... Uh, you can't use an uh, attack of opportunity. You it's his tail use attack. Use your attack of opportunity. Oh, use your reaction, though. But Same you turn. already did. Yeah. Attack you of opportunity attack is... Of opportunity. A... That's, that's a reaction, your reaction. Yeah. That is only... No, because it's under... Um... It's no, that was your reaction. No, no it's... Opportunity attack hold, is a reaction. It's... <laughs> Give me a second. So you click the button that says reaction. Oh, never mind. It is a reaction. <laughs> it's different for paladins, okay? It's not an attack of opportunity. It's different. Guys, paladins have it's, different rules. No, it's... um, I have my paladin rule book. Guys. It's Relentless Avenger. It says... John's lying. He said he wasn't going to kill me today. So. No, it, it's fine. It's fine. It, it wasn't an attack of opportunity. It's Relentless Avenger, which is different, but it's still a reaction. Go. So... How many millions of damage am I taking from this crit? You, it's actually not that bad, because um, it only doubles the dice, uh, and it's just gonna be a. You're just gonna scoop up uh, thirty-one damage. Just, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, just only what damage, type of damage fine. though? What type of uh, damage? That's gonna be bludgeoning damage. Uh, I'm actually immune to bludgeoning. Damage. <laughs> it's a good thing you're raging. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, got that belt active. Right, Rangrim. Let's let's go. Let's roll for the next one. Uh, this one's gonna go for Cosmo. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll, roll for the next one. Attack first uh, here. Oh, 
I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. I just rolled another natural 20. I'm not Oof. even joking. I swear. That's insane. I have to hold suspect. on. I have to... Suspect. It's how suspect. do I how do I look back? I, I have to be able to look back on my rolls. That's insane. Oh, it's I, I can screen yeah, I can screen cap it here. That's You're fucked up. I believe you. Yeah, we're not That's... we're not we're not calling you on that. That's, I'm, I'm not. We have faith. Oh crap. I, I, I don't believe anyway. I don't believe him. He had this <laughs> he had this whole thing pulled up uh, before th the match started. That is insane. Okay, anyway. Um I that so the tail comes down in just like I think it just like smashes you into the ground, Rangrim, uh, with his first tail attack. And then the second, the next one comes down and does the same thing to you, Cosmo. And I'm gonna roll the damage here, doubling the dice. Uh, that is gonna be 28 damage to you, Cosmo. All right. You still up? Oh, pfft. I'm chilling. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. I appreciate that. He wasn't asking um, about the D and D. He's just trying to see if you were uh, looking to drive over to his house and beat his ass, hang out. <laughs> yeah, be there in like twenty five minutes. You still up? All right, let's go. Let's go for that last one. Um, Rangram, this one's coming for you again. Oh, type twenty six to hit. Um, I'll allow that. It's not a crit this time, though. It's just 20 damage as this tail smashes down on you again. Um, that, luckily, though, that is the end of, of Goldbreak's turn. Now, he does have some legendary actions, but I'm going to say oh, wait, that... Was Glenn, that you his can go turn? First. Were those uh, his uh, legendary actions? Uh, no, Which those brings just up his the question. If that was his turn... I gotta roll some dice for him existing. In the aura, yeah. I'm sorry to I'm sorry to play the game of um I think your little your little um, your little your little dance party is uh is, is just is just a little bit short from being able to reach him, unfortunately. Throw the oh, elf. that's what you think. That's what you think. <laughs> Rank, throw the dwarf. Like, we're, gonna throw, here. we're gonna throw the dwarf at him. Toss me. Um Toss. I'll we can we can do Lord of the Rings quotes all day as soon as um as soon as this can, as soon can. As the session's over. <laughs> um, Glenn, it is it is your turn, my guy. Uh, Boss me. Glenn is just standing where he's at, and our glowing boy is now even more glowing. So Glenn's got advantage on this because uh, of the guiding resplendent bolt. Resplendent, tent, resplendent, um. Oh, so he certainly is glowing right now because I did hit that man with that guy in bolt bow. So mm -hmm. Glenn's going to yell out to Goldbreak and go, you coward, I thought you were going to come for me first. Why are you attacking the little ones? And... Bitch. Uh, 30-something? 30 32 to hit. Uh, Yeah, that does. Surprisingly. And uh, seeing the big glowy boy... um. As he's like knocking this arrow back, same that he did with the uh, what was his name? The protector? No. The keeper. The keeper. Glenn's gonna pump every charge that he has. Pumper of the rend of the dragon queen into this thing. Love it. There's gonna be a lot of dice. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. Get dicey up in here. He tends. 
Keep it dicey, baby. Um, does he have any never, damage? Never fail me with the puns, John. Immunity never. or... I, I stole that one from our friends over at uh, Drunks and Dragons or Greetings Adventures. I was yeah. going to say, what are they called now? Yeah, Greetings Adventures is our new name, but... Sorry, what, what's up, BK? Does he have any damage? Uh... Immunities? Immunities, yeah. Uh, fire. Fire. Uh, immunity or resistance? Immunity. Okay, then I will remove one d10. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. And his core, he's still a gold dragon, even if he's not acting like it. Sure isn't, bro. And this is a sneak attack because Ja Boy has advantage. Ja Boy. Ja Boy. Oh, why did you? There we go. That scared the crap out of me. Wow, D and D Beyond was so loud. Oh. Uh, so sixty-nine, nice. Plus six, 75 damage. Fuck. Uh, as like Glenn's charging this thing back, and you see the the loosed energy just shoot through the mouth, and every dragon just opens its mouth at the end of this uh, bow. You see this like arcing little power feeding this bolt, and it just shoots off, and it hits him just square in the neck, just right from the side. So 75 damage right to the side of his neck. Uh, and Glenn, once it hits him, Glenn is actually going to move closer, realizing that his boys might need some, might need some, some close help. Um, going to move back this way since there's nothing really to hide from. Um, or hide behind. And yeah, Glenn's going to just blast him to the side of the neck with all this magical swirling arcane energy. Uh, for 75 damage. I love it. I love it. Um, you uh, you blast with all this like this elemental damage as uh, as that kind of like chromatic bow just like shoots all these charges at him. Um, and I think that like it takes him by surprise as the, he gets hit with all this 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 energy. And although he's still looking like relatively unharmed, uh, you've definitely caught Goldbreak's attention. <laughs> um awesome. Well, uh this is that gonna be the end of your turn? Yes. I love it. Okay. Um Goldbreak is going to is going to use uh their uh gonna beat their wings down uh again um and try to and basically move across and use another wing attack on the I think you guys are just gonna get caught up in the wing attack as he moves. Um make me another dexterity saving throw. Uh that's gonna be Rangrim and Cosmo. I think the Kawadal is no. It's within fifty feet. You're, it's, oh, okay. It's, I was gonna say I can measure it, but no. It, so it's, he is it, so I just free. in the. I don't air. know where you consider like the fifteen. If you start the fifteen feet at the base of the wing, like I don't know where you count the start of the fifteen feet. It's fine. We can we can keep the Kawadal out of it. Okay. Deck saving throw, Dan. You still have my plus four. Oh, I crushed that. Nat 20. Ooh. Nice. Congratulations. Well, I got an, I, there you go. I got a 19, so 27. Wow. On that nice. dwarf well done. Um, saving so the, throw. Let's go, dwarfs. <laughs> the two of you... Wow, roll really high on the damage, at least. Um, you're only going to take half of it. So God damn uh, it. <laughs> the, two, the two of you take 11 damage uh, each, but you are not prone, which I forgot that Rangram was prone at we the sure beginning did. of the last... 100%. Uh, 
at the beginning of last time. That's okay. I think you would have moved anyway and gotten up before he the, your, its turn would have gone and you wouldn't have got hit with the advantage. But plus you got nat 20 on you anyway, so it didn't matter. Um, but either way, uh, Goldbreak is going to move uh, over here and just kind of move over like 20 feet or so and rotate a little bit. There we go. Ka-chow. 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 You know? That that famous uh, famous Pixar movie quote. So Goldbreak lands uh, is, is kind of lands back down on the ground now. Uh, it's kind of at ground level, uh, so he's you know accessible to being hit. Um, but that is going to bring us to Ka. Nope, the uh, Quaddle's turn. Um, I just want to note again, he's uh, within my range, so his speed is halved. Okay. The Quaddle is going to. Cosmo, I'm sorry. He's going to heal me. <laughs> hey, pff, do that, dog. Do you. I don't know what your HP is, but you must need it. Uh, he gives me 11 HP. And then he's also just going to move, like, right in dude's face. Perfect. Love it. Love also, it. I can't control control the coaddle. Oh, but, uh, there he goes. Okay. Um that is going to bring us to... Actually, you know what? I think he's going to take a legendary action before that. Uh, let's see who he's going to attack. He just took a legendary Actually, action. <laughs> just take a well, legendary action. Well, the Kawada went and healed, and then now he's going to... To be fair, I get three legendary actions per turn. Oh, yeah, I know. They, and the, the wing attack does use bullshit. two of them. So I, I, I can only use... This is my last one between this turn. Um, but it is going to attack Cosmo. Uh, you know what? Actually... Let's see. You're good. You can attack me. R.I.P. Everyone. All right, I'll attack you. Um, it's gonna be the uh, the tail attack again. Uh, that is a 30 t- 32 to hit. Oh wow! What the dude? What the fuck is this guy rolling? He rolled. He probably uh, rolled like a two. To hit. It's, it's, I'm not it's gonna tell you. 13? I'm not gonna tell you what he rolled because it's yeah. Uh, don't. He didn't yeah. roll a natural he, he's, got, he's got plus twenty four to hit. Sure, That's 18, 18 damage, Cosmo, okay. from that tail attack as it slaps down on you. Slappity slap. Slappity slap. <clears throat> um, that is going to bring us to Cosmo's turn. Perfect. Uh, Cosmo turns to Rangrim and he's just like, Rangrim, I know you trust me, but like, do you trust me? You fucking, you fucking goddamn right. Good. Uh, and he just hand, he extends his hand. Uh, he's just like, grab me wrist. If the damn will allow it, I'm gonna grab that man's wrist. Yeah, right. for sure. It's gonna t- if it takes Cosmos, this will this will take your uh, your action, Cosmo, to do this. Yes, I know. Okay, right. Because uh, Cosmo is casting Dimension Door. Oh shit! Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> Straight up to that monstrosity's uh, neck. Okay, Let's I love it. Let's go. Um, so Cosmo spins a wheel, or I don't remember how, how does the spell read? I don't remember. Uh, we teleport ourselves from your current location to any other spot within range, 500 feet. Oh, I that's can see, fucking amazing. Uh, we go 500 feet, and I can take one willing creature with me, so. I your boy it. is willing as, as ever. So yeah. you you cast Dimension Door and you pull yourself and you pull Rangroom through it and you are trying to land up like on his shoulders near his neck. 
Yeah, like, um, I, I know we haven't talked through, like, the space, but, like, I wouldn't try to put us in, like, an open-air spot where we have to, like, catch ourselves. So even if it's on, like, its back near its, like, spine, if you will, like, giving us a spot to, like, land. Just Yeah, so right, right where its wings kind of land, sure. like, connect to the body, there's, like, a flat spot. Um, you can see, like, there's kind of, like, these extended, like, uh, like shoulder, uh, like spines and like scales, and I think that you land up near there, okay. um, so that you can, uh, you know, yeah, you can absolutely land there. Great. Safely. Um, I am going to do two things. Well, no, I think it's just an item. Never mind. I, I'm gonna use my bonus action to cast Vow of Enmity. On to uh, him to gold break. Okay. And uh, all right, Chet, you got a little bit more in you. And uh, he's going to use action go, surge on to, uh, to get in another a couple of attacks. I love it. Does bless affect attack rolls? think so pretty sure okay yes just, i'm just checking i mean i've got yes thank you all right we're looking for those nat 20s aren't we all aren't we all? only gotten two today i need more so we have a 30 and a 27 to hit those both hit terrific oops that's not um and uh, we're in position, so we're just going to use some, some smites here. Mm. So, smitty, smitty. Get smit. Little smit. No reason to hold back. Nope. Well, is... smitten. All right. And I needed to look this up. I apologize. Smite is two plus uh, up to one per spell slot. So first attack is... 10, 27, 37. Dang. 36, 46 on the second one. 50, or no, sorry. 37, 37 and 46. Right? 83. 83, 83 damage. And so like... Nasty. So, so we dimension door in, and I just literally lay, like you just see this blue lightning erupt out of Cosmo's war pick as he just jams it deep into uh, Goldbreak's neck and then he brings it back and he just like and he's just like lighting this fool up as you hack away into Goldbreak's neck you are revealing more of this like internal glowing and you can see that, like, even inside of Goldbreak, you can see almost like you're un- unearthing them. There are gems deep inside this creature, too. They Like, these these shards, these, like, these, whatever these things are like, of different colors, like, they are inside of Goldbreak as well. As you are, like, cutting into them, I think you hit one and it, like, it cracks. And you, you get, like, a, like, a quick, like, almost like a light, like a, a quick, like, electrical that uh that comes up like in and, and, and kind of connects with you almost like a slight spark and you get a very very quick flash of a memory 
and it is it is like so brief and it's it's something and you're in this like almost like this white space and there's all these like plants that are growing all around you and you just get this feeling of like relief and like you also get this like weird feeling of like you are omnipresent and aware of like all the growth around you for like one second you just gotta get this you you connect with this thing that's in there and crack it and then that you get that like little sense of a like a memory of something that seems like powerful and like nature-based and then mm. it it just go it goes away like as you as you break it but mm. something something was something is in there and connected um in this uh, in this shard that you this basically this this gem that you shattered um but you did an incredible amount of damage on on gold break there Tight. and um well done so you are up on the neck of gold break um that is uh you are as well rangrim uh it's your turn Rangrim's turn yep and you are uh you are up all up ins uh, as as some would say i think his ancestors okay. go with him right Yes, they do. They the indeed would. Uh, so, Wingrim is going to just... So, depending on where I am on this beast, just put all his weight around it, hugging the fuck out of him, and I'm going to proc the Battle Rager belt. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Just put all of the spines into this while I am doing nothing but holding on for dear life onto the top of this fucking evil dragon. Whoa. I love it. I know that, well, it's also going to hit Cosmo, um, and it's also going to do damage to you. So just keep that in mind. Oh, it's absolutely going to do damage to me. I'm aware of that. Uh, but also, the notes that we have, it does not say that I have to rage, so I'm not dropping concentration on a spell because I'm not raging. I'm That's literally fine. just doing the thing that makes me have spikes. Fuck everybody up. Totally fine. Um, just remember, it will. It, it Cosmo will have to roll for damage, but that's. Yep. That's fine. R.I.P. Cosmo. I'm sorry. <laughs> he gets to make a deck saving um, throw, though, right? He gets to try for he it. He does get to make a deck saving throw. It's only and it's 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 not crazy. It was only ten damage. For the spike ball. Never mind. I didn't read that far <laughs> down on my magic item. Yes, we're doing. You want me that. to roll this for you? I have. Uh, I can roll it in D D Beyond if you want. Yeah, go right ahead. Roll the twelve D six, Cosmo. I am sorry. Sorry. What but it... the purpose of this is? I'm holding on to this dragon and just letting all of these spikes come out of my body, and that is it. I'm not trying to let go of them at all. And make a also, just to add throw. some flavor to it, I'm going to take my metal hand and just, like, heave it into one of the wounds and just be hella gross inside <laughs> of one of his wounds. You're going you're gonna to use his flesh as a, a leash? Yeah, absolutely. I'm holding on to, like, an organ or a... Yeah. I don't know. There's, like, a, a onto one of the gems in his neck. Like, yeah, one of the... one of the Oh, God, one of the tendons. It's horrible. Yeah, you're, um, holding on to, you're holding on to whatever this muscle is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay, Cosmo, what's your dexterity saving throw? Nat 20, baby. Wow, congratulations. You're only going to take half this damage then. Um, that was a 41. <laughs> you, only take, you only take half 12d6. Uh, 41 damage, so Cosmo, you'll take 20. Uh, but that's an incredible amount of damage, and you are, I mean, you're sea urchined into this thing uh, and are stuck there. Um, and, I mean, you're 
you're not going anywhere right now. And I think that Goldbreak lets out a horrifying, like, roar of pain uh, as you do this. And if you were uh, able to be, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, frightened, I think that that might 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 have happened. But you guys are all immune to that because of uh, heroes. So good for you. Because um, of a good shout dinner. out to a. Shout of out a, to a good breakfast. You know, thanks, Kellogg. Say it's the most hey, important you know way to start the day. Absolutely, the most important important meal of the day is a is a good good hearty uh, a good hearty heroes feast. Um, Cosmo, so you're still up after taking twenty damage. Still up, baby. Still up. Um, Ranger, remember you're taking uh, you take what half of it? I think is that what the the rule is. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I took the other twenty. You took twenty as well. So you guys split that a uh, little uh, little share damage there. Um, but absolutely, uh, Goldbreak did not like this. Uh, did not like this explosion that is now like you can i think glenn you can see like it is kind of sticking through hold on hold on hold on hold on on. technically it says he only has to roll 66s for the damage he takes (laughs) so roll 66s 66 i got it it. (laughs) okay so you take 24 damage rangram sorry (laughs) rangram wow that was more damage Yo! Oh god! Thanks, man. I appreciate that. He I'm tried. Glad, uh, he tried. John, I'm glad John sent everybody prop glasses before this <laughs> I, encounter. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I knew that it was gonna. Come mine are, sure. mine got lost in the mail. Apparently, yeah, they're they're on their way. Uh, we have to do the, the these ones, like the the ones that go upside <laughs> down. I can't even do that. Don't <laughs> we clip that? Hold you on. need a third a third arm to actually yourself. But um, okay. Anyway, we got to get through this. So, uh, you you are pincushioned in the side of uh, Goldbreak's neck. Goldbreak is screaming in pain, um, and it is Goldbreak's turn. And I think that he is the first thing he's going to do is is start his turn to... and take a whole bunch of damage from my spirit guardians. Let's go, yes, sir. That's what he's going to do. Yes, that is what he's going to do. Okay, uh, how many? How much? What do I need to roll? You don't. Oh no, nothing. I just roll stuff. Okay, gotcha. Just roll the damage. Just try to get away from this. I'm just making sure before I talk all the shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, we might die, but we'll. Oh do yeah, he can't shit. get away from it. So it's uh, it's it's five d eight with no save. Okay, he's so uh, absolutely in range. You want me to roll that, or do you have five d eight in front of you? Oh, I got him right here. Say otherwise, I got a few. Uh, 7, 14, 22. 22 radiant damage. Ooh. To the face. Just for him existing. Uh, incredible. So, uh, you know, your your little mosh pit goes off again and starts just whacking away with pans and, and small daggers and uh, who knows what else. Um, and, it was a uh, shoehorn does... this time. At least a shoehorn. Good. That's you know that's actually the most effective thing. Well, you didn't realize that's actually the, what uh, that's actually gold breaks only. Dragons weakness. are weak to shoehorns. We knew yeah. this. Straight for the yeah. eyeball. Yeah. Um, love it. Uh, so <laughs> that's gonna bring us to gold breaks turn. Who just immediately is like I think re- reactionary. He's just like takes his claw and is just like trying to scrape the two of you off um, with his claw and he's gonna do a claw attack on Rangrim for sure. Disadvantage because it's a weird angle. Um, I can at least use my reaction to impose disadvantage. Uh, okay, cool. 
I mean, can he even reach there? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, how how swole is Goldbreak? Is he like that muscle builder that like can't if you put tape on their back they can't like? Well, there was a character limit, but his name is actually Swolebreak. So Swolebreak. Oh, so he can't reach there. Like he's bodybuilder status. Like he can't reach that. My my Lanta the the uh, the the lowest one was thirty three. Does that hit you? (laughs) What do you mean the lowest one is thirty three? Does that hit me? You're a terrible person. No, <laughs> um, that's, it that's misses. 20... It misses, John. That's twenty damage. Are you still conscious? Yeah, take that, sir. He's gonna do a second claw attack, trying to get you off of him. What about uh? Cool. Does he take any damage from punching into a bunch of spikes? Uh, I mean, I'll t- I'll roll some I'll roll some some damage for that for sure. Um, that that next one is another thirty-three. Silvery barbs. Okay, dude, eat my Dis- disadvantage on that yeah. one too. Go. Fuck, max damage on that one. Uh, that's 22 damage, Rangram. Glenn threw a silvery barbs to disadvantage. I, oh. Yeah, so he's got okay. disadvantage now. 27. Fuck. Doesn't what? matter. <laughs> the fuck. Um, uh, I would just like to point out that I am absolutely unconscious, but th- my entire body is still just daggers into this guy's body. <laughs> I'll say that when you go unconscious, you you can stay in the 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 stuck out version. But I think that it's when he he's able to rip you away. And I think Rangrim, you go, uh, you kind of embed you, you your pin cushion goes and sticks into the ground like right here, <laughs> like just like he gets you off there and you just like clink, and you stick into the into the into the stone in front of you. Um, Cosmo, you see Rangrim just get like ripped off, and you can see like his body go limp, even though he's still like all suspended in this fucking Iron Maiden, um, and uh, I guess reverse Iron Maiden, but uh, and lands on the ground, you see Rangram go limp. And then you see Goldbreak, who's, whose neck is just bleeding, has these holes all the way across it, and this like pearlescent, iridescent like blood is pooling down his neck as he turns to you and is going to do a bite attack. Damn, Goldbreak is flexible. That's a 30. <laughs> A 30 to hit. I'll allow it. What the <laughs> fuck is this guy's plus to attack? That's a 21. But plus 30 to hit. <laughs> 21 damage or 21 damage, yeah. I feel like oh, this, okay. is, 21 this is a lot of suppressed anger against dwarfs with high AC for the whole campaign. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, Cosmo, are you still up? Yeah, we're chilling. Okay. Um, okay, so you, uh, he, he turns to you and just like, just takes a bite and i think that like you are able to get your shield up but like you just get crunched like it just you feel this uh you like you get holes all the way through your armor and like you just feel like you are bleeding internally inside of this armor like it is it is not a good situation you basically just like a tin can that something he was trying to open with his teeth Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so that is gonna bring us the end of uh the end of his turn um and uh it's uh yeah it's uh it's not a not a super uh, a super good time but he is uh he's focused on getting that dwarf off his shoulder um and that is going to bring us to glenn uh he's 40 feet in the air uh no he's on the ground oh he's landed got mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. um neat glenn from his current distance is going to cast uh, 
going to cast darkness on Goldbreak's face. So on Goldbreak's head is a 20 foot. Okay. Wait, 20 foot? 10 foot? Now I know you can't center it on a creature. You can center it in the air, but he can move out of it. Yeah. Glenn would know that. BK, not so much. But Glenn, Glenn knows that. Um, Glenn is instead going to use his mage hands and he is going to chuck a bottle of superior healing potion at Rangrim and like catch it with his mage hand 30 feet from him and just dump it directly into Rangrim's mouth. So Rangrim gets 8d4 plus 8 healing. Okay. Um, which I will just I agree with Nikonaro. Giggity. <laughs> that's for uh the Rangrim gets that's for 40, all the heroes after dark 47 healing to Rangrim um amazing remove that Nail from it. my inventory so I don't use it again uh yeah so Rangrim gets whatever I just said 47 healing um 47. and from my action and my bonus action. Bonus round. Glenn is going to use his movement to start sprinting towards Rangrim. And once he like gets to Rangrim and like the healing potions dump it into his mouth, he's going to cast his bonus action to cast Misty Step. And he is going to land right next to Cosmo. Oh shit, okay. On Bitch Boy's back. <laughs> a kid. So well, we up in this. Well, we up in this beach. And that is Glenn's turn. Okay. I was 37, correct? Uh, 47. I was like, 47. Let's go. Let's go. At least started with a four. <clears throat> um, awesome. Okay. Well, I think that. Let's throw a um I'm gonna throw a tail attack in here. Cosmo, uh, let's uh let's see if Yeah, you know what? I'll give you a 50-50. I'll do even for Cosmo, odds for uh Glenn. Alright, it's gonna go for Glenn. So Glenn, you're up on his you're up on his back, his tail's gonna whip around and try to hit you. Does a 42 hit? <laughs> Does a thousand hit? Uh how about 35? Does that hit? That's gonna hit. Uh 24 damage. As I'm this half tail that uh, with uncanny dodge. Smashes down on you. You said uh, 24? Yeah. Yeah, nice. so 12. 12. Okay. Uh, yeah, you get kind of smashed down the back. Um, you, you don't go prone or anything like that, but you're able to keep your uh, your footing. But, I mean, it doesn't feel good. Um, that's going to bring us to the Coatl. Surprisingly still alive Coatl. Okay. <clears throat> so how big is his head? <laughs> um, I'm going to say 10 feet. Sure. Okay. The is going to jump immediately into his mouth. As far, like as a snake, as close as it can to get directly down his throat as it could. So he's 50, his head is 50, is 40 feet up. Um, I think the Coatle can fly. Coatle has, does, can fly. It has a fly is, speed of 50. Oh, then there you go. He's going to try to jump down, his, jump down his mouth? Uh, sorry, it's fly speed is 90. Yeah, it's flying directly into its throat. Okay. Uh, roll. Give me. Roll me an attack to see what kind of 
attack this is. <laughs> 19? I mean, that's that without adding anything. Okay, that does not hit. Um, so I'm going to say that he's... What, what uh, I mean, but like, I'm just... Uh, that's a 19 on like nothing. Like, what am I adding? Like, it's flying into its throat. Uh, so like, I'll say this. What with, am I supposed an... to add? Is no, that's... Uh, attack... What's his attack? It would be like... It would be like it'd be a, if it was a dex, like, that's 24. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll say that, yeah, you're able to get into I mean, its I, mouth. I honestly... What do you want to do? <laughs> I fail to see how it's not just flying into its throat is what I'm getting at. <laughs> it could it could shut its mouth, but it it's um I, I think that no matter what you get in there. Uh so what what are you doing now that you're in its mouth? Okay, when it when it's in its throat, it turns into an elephant. <laughs> okay. As the ability change change shape, it can magically polymorph into a humanoid or beast that has an equal or less challenge rating. And uh, (laughs) Elfin is a CR4. Okay. Um, (laughs) I think you got an elephant in your throat. I'm not 100% sure how to rule this. Um, I think that it has to be some sort of like is it like I'll, I'll just go like half of fireballs damage i guess i don't really know what to do whatever damage you rolled against jakar is what you should roll against uh gold break <laughs> oh my god okay um <laughs> son of a beach okay <laughs> you uh one thing this thing is very big so even an elephant That's i mean it's, it's, it's not gonna no, rip its throat out but it's it's still gonna do a lot of a lot of damage here. So as the quaddle's flying, he goes, "I'm a choking hazard," and just goes straight into his throat. Philly snake. I'm a Philly choking hazard. <laughs> right. I'm, a I'm gonna roll sixty-six. <laughs> I'm gonna roll sixty-six. So, and I will say that while this thing is in its throat, um, it's not gonna be able to use its breath weapons uh, for the time being. Did you know threw it. You threw fly? an elephant cork. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know elephants can fly? Oh shit! So you you fly this kawaddle, this 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 sneaky little flying snake up into its mouth and just expands into an elephant and just like you see its its throat expand, uh, not enough to burst out, but enough to block its uh its you know its breath weapon. So that's insane. Um, that is going to bring us. That's going to bring us to Cosmo. I need a second. That is too much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. What the fuck? (laughs) Okay. That's a a D&D classic right there. Oh god. Too many quotes there. I'm sorry. Oh shit. I'm a little lightheaded from that one. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Okay. So it's my turn. It's your turn. I'm still up on his shoulder. There's a little less space up here. There's a little less space up here now that there's an elephant stuck in his throat. Mm -hmm. I'm up there with you too. Yeah. Um, We're feeling kind of bloodied, so we need to do something about that. Um, Touch yourself, bro. We're going to touch ourselves for sure. I feel like suddenly we feel the sudden urge to touch ourselves. 
after uh, wa- hold on after watching a quaddle fly down this thing's throat you have the sudden urge to touch yourself <laughs> i mean you see a never mind <laughs> we found cosmos kink it's vor Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> no one Googles Kawaddle Boar. Don't no one no one Google Kawaddle Boar. You see a dragon get gagged, you touch yourself. Oh my god. <laughs> there you go. Dragon get gagged. Don't Google that. Don't Google that. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. So uh, Alright. Oh, so, so we use our lay on, we leave, we use our lay on hands, and we gain seventy HP. Uh, I use my bonus action to hold on. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, so, continue. <laughs> That's gonna bring us to Rangrim's turn. I say terrified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine what he's gonna do with his turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rangrim's turn. Um, I'm gonna cast Sending to Champagne and Cologne and just basically say, Here, girls, and tell them to bring the cart towards us. Okay. Um, yeah, you you don't really get anything back except for uh, some, you know, kind of excited energy as uh, you have summoned Champagne and Cologne and your all's uh, flying cart. I think you you can't see it because it's misty and incredibly far away, but it's coming. That's what she said. Somewhere, and somewhere, Cedric is like like looking very it. surprised. Awesome. Is that your turn? Yes. Sweet. Okay. Um, Hold on. He's going to use half his action to stand up, so he's not prone anymore. I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help Dan with that one, so he's not prone on these. Oh attacks. yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was, if I was prone, I would absolutely stand up. Yeah. Okay. Um, first, I, I think I think the first thing that um, that Gold Break is gonna do is just going to uh, do their, their just try to get you guys off them. So they're gonna do their wing attack, um, and as they do so, they're gonna spin. So uh, do a barrel roll. They're gonna do a barrel roll, exactly. So let's uh, let's see. I'm gonna do the wing attack first. You guys need to do me some uh, dexterity saving throws. So it's gonna be their legendary action. Like a ton. All right. <sighs> Fucking go. At least I'm rolling good, but it probably doesn't matter because John's <sighs> extra evil right now. Um, uh, Thirty-four. Thirty-three. Um, I'm bonus action holding on, so. Hold on. That's true. You did brace. You did brace for this exact moment. That seems good. Oh my god, I'm so. So (laughs) this episode of Almost Here is brought to you by Drinker Grog. Uh, (laughs) twenty-five. Uh, yeah, yeah. You you just make it. So you're able to stay on. Um, I'll, I'll say that both of you were able to stay on because of making the save and you'll take half the damage so you're going to take nine damage uh bludgeoning damage as this as the wings kind of like the air currents beat around you um that is going to bring us to Goldbreak's turn in uh in you know in, in actuality 
And I think the first thing he's going to do is just try to reach that claw into his throat and pull that uh, and pull that uh, that elephant out. Um, so I'm going to do a claw attack. What's the check for pulling an elephant out of your throat? Well, if he kills it, then it will not. It'll turn back into a quaddle. So I'm going to do it. It's, atta- it's basically going to attack it and then pull it out. So we'll see. Uh, so 25 like, to hit. Um, this way I don't think it does. I think it regains its HP and it becomes a elephant <laughs> when it shape changes. It does. Same thing as a druid. So now it's at max HP for a. Elephant. What is that? Probably like five. Good <laughs> question. Elephant five e. Elephant toothpaste. That's not right. What is elephant toothpaste? Don't Google it. <laughs> I don't know. I've typed in elephant. That sounds and... like something that could be actually uh, like it has, a really it's, deep uh, dark kink. AC twelve and seventy six HP. That's what I got. Got it's got uh, okay. advantage on deep throat in itself. Yeah. Gold breaks. Gold breaks done this before. <laughs> My God. Okay. Uh, 17, 17 damage on that first one. <laughs> I hate this so much. He's not. He's not able to get the thing out. So, uh, seventeen damage on that first attack. This is y'all are horrible people. <laughs> Sorry. You take. You, you take this many legendary actions. You get a legend. You get an elephant in your throat. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> you get choked by an elephant. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Um. <laughs> Monster. Elephant in the throat was a legendary action all along. It was. Legend, wait I, for it, dude. I think he's gonna burn. He's he's gonna. Uh, I think he's gonna try to uh, try to do some more to get that thing out of there. So I'm gonna roll a couple more attacks on it. He's gonna pull the trigger. Twenty three to hit. That works. Twenty two damage. Then <laughs> a whole legendary <laughs> reaction round, or a whole <laughs> dragon round, just to. Which is Pull fine, because I honestly need a break. My HP needs a break. Oh, man. Um, 23. That is... I So, 22, 23, 50, uh, so 22, uh, 15, and then... Uh, God, the original. I hate that it clears itself. 20, Those are the and... damage? That's not enough. Yeah. 22, yeah, it's 15, not, it's, and 37 I think it's not, is not enough. Yeah, it's not enough. So, it's close. fucker. <laughs> uh, okay, so Goldbreak, I think, is gonna after after making his move, he's gonna move over it's, here. It's got, it's, it's literally got one HP of health left. Yes. No, it's two, two. It's got two HP. Bobby, heal the elephant. Heal <laughs> the elephant. <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm livid. I'm livid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can. So I don't think I can heal something I can't see. So I think it's on its own there. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god, that's so funny! Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> that, that that's so funny. That is that is gonna bring us to sadly the end of Goldbreak's turn. You absolute monsters! Um, and then it's gonna bring us to Glenn. Go for it. <laughs> oh my god. That's you so thought funny. you could get through combat without one last round of shenanigans. Oh man. Shenanigans strikes. I also uh. just like that the the quaddle token is just sitting in the in the, in the, in the, in the <laughs> neck gem. <laughs> it's on the gem. It's cool. Uh well I'm gonna uh, I'm just gonna assume that Goldbreak is pretty distracted, uh, and that I'm gonna have advantage on this attack. <laughs> yeah, he's got oh, an elephant geez. in his throat. 
So Glim's You're not going to have an advantage on the attack. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, fine. I'm going to use my bonus action to not move and give myself advantage on this attack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even not, better. I'm going to use my... Actually, no. I'm going to use my mage hand to, like, John Cena his ass and <laughs> for the second time. Glenn's going to say, doesn't matter the form. You're still distracted, you dumb fuck. And then I'm going to take Chandrell out. And as he, like, kind of oh sheaths it from behind his back... <laughs> You know, hold it in the air and be like, Chandrell, you ready to uh, maybe get some revenge on the thing that started all this? And he, he's just going to start stabbing just right into the base of its skull. As as you do that, Glenn, um, I you like you've seen like you've seen Chandrell like obviously manifest herself before, but like as you call upon her in this moment, you see like a like kind of like a, a spectral version of her, not like the fully corporeal version, but it's almost like she's holding onto it with you as you were stabbing it into. Uh, into goal break. Hell yes. That's tight. Some Shaman King shit right there. Um, And we're there. I'm going to burn a Well, Let me roll one more. I'm going to burn a luck point. That's my nat 20 I was looking for. Let's go, baby. And so sneak attack nat 20 into the back of the head. Yeah. With Chandrizi. I'm also going to pump a booming blade into this, so if he decides to move on his next turn, it'll hurt more. Big pumpers. Okay. Now all the dice. Um, And just because it's... He's going for... Not necessarily killing, but I, don't, I can't even tell if gold breaks hurt because he's bleeding multicolor. <laughs> but he's going to use the, the sharpened edge from uh, our dwarven boy. So he's going to use a d10... Wow, that was a 10. Tight. Uh, so 17 plus is it 2D or 3D8 on this booming blade? 2D8, okay. 17 plus... Oh, that's nice. Oh, 25, 26, and then 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Oh, actually, sorry. I need to be doubling the dice because it's a natty. Uh, so 20... 36, 38, bunch of dice, 38 plus 12 is 50, plus 14, 64, plus 12 is 76, plus, Jesus, 22 is 98, plus... What was the first thing? Seven? 95. 106 damage right to the back of this oh my God. fucker's spine. And if, just just so we can, if there's anything pretty and shining, uh, that's what Glenn's going to be aiming for. Okay, yeah, there's definitely more of these, like, gem shards that are just kind of scattered all around, uh, you know, inside and out. Um, so as you are stabbing down, um, I mean, you're you're hitting them, and you, I think you, uh, you hit one and you crack it the same way that Cosmo did. And when you do, um, you, I think you see like a similar, uh, like a very a different scene. Uh, but you, it's like a, another like kind of like whitish space um, where you can see that there are almost like all these figures that are lined up in front of you, and you're um, you seem to be like you have like a book, and you seem to be like passing judgment. Um, in but like you, you have this like weird, you have that that same kind of feeling of like it's not you don't feel like a person 
Like you feel like bigger than that. You like you feel you get a sense feel like of the like, idea of passing judgment. Like the yeah, it's that, it, but it's like um, omnipotent. There's something bigger than you that you feel for like that split second as wild. you inherit this. Uh, um, you, you kind of view this 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 you know whatever this memory is or whatever. And the way I view luck, especially with like because Chandrell's got like her hands attached to it as well, is like Asglin stabbing the same way that uh, Goldbreak was taking like time in his hands there was like this constant reconnection of each of these hits that like were almost there almost there almost there and then there was like this final one that just like lit up and slotted right to the right spot and that's like exactly where he stabs in so I love it it's 109 damage and if he moves let me know the fuck that's incredible amount of damage I know we were keeping track of some of the highest ones I think Cosmo still might hold it but that's still an incredible amount of damage um, for sure. So as you do this, uh, I mean, Goldbreak just screams, screams out, um, and is just like freaking out. I think that immediately is gonna, uh, you know, if your turn is over, he's gonna try to do a, a tail attack to get you off of him. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. That's my turn. So I use my bonus action. Yep, reversal trickster. Yep, 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 yep. That's my turn. That is a nat 20. I'm going to take a picture of it and send it in the chat right now. Ouchies. Uh, use my reaction to cast Silvery Barbs. Not a kid. So you have to reroll that. Gives you disadvantage on that attack. Not a boy. I did post it, um, but... I'm scared of it. I'm scared of those nat oh, 20s is. from a fucking dragon. Holy. Plus 17. Oh, my God. We know oh, my the God. Number. Oh, my God. It. I swear to God, I'll take a picture of both of them. You rolled double nat twenties. I, I rolled double you. nat twenties. Last 20s. week I rolled four nat twenties in a row, so I can't can't complain. It's fair, it's fair, it's Holy fair. crap! Look at this. I'm waiting. I'm so waiting for this. Gross. I mean, does he not get disadvantage for having a literal fucking elf in his throat? Well, I already he gave him disadvantage with silvery barbs. And he double uh, nat twenties. Also, with silvery barbs, I give the next. Because it's like you, you give someone disadvantage, you give it to someone else, so Cosmo has advantage on their next attack. Mm. a boy. I'm going to fucking double nat 20 his ass. But yeah, that's going to uh, hurt. That is 34. Hurt. Uh, that's 34 damage. Ouchies. Uh, ouchies. I don't think I can use Uncanny Dodge because right, that takes Tune a reaction. Tune in next week where we spin up characters for season two of Almost Heroes. <laughs> season 1.99999. Um, well, I just want to make sure that I can't use Uncanny Dodge. Yeah, it's a reaction. Yeah, okay, so how much damage? 37. Uh, 34. 34, sorry. Oof. 37 was the hit. That was the yeah. to hit. Ouchies. Damn. Um, okay, uh, that right. is going to bring us to the, well, the Kowaddle, but I'm going to, before, <laughs> uh, before, uh, well, no, I can't do anything. Uh, it's the Kowaddle's turn. What do you do, Dan? Uh, What's the What's the koala? Let's go. What does the elephant do? That's the that's the big that's the big question. What does the elephant do? I don't know, man. What can it do? Uh, according, I close that tab. Um, As you should. Uh, elephant. Five. Well, here's a question. What can it do? Uh, are its feet like? Sure. Grounded. Like, could it? Could it run? <laughs> like, does it have movement? No, 
It expanded. It's, it it's is definitely restrained. No, it's, it's <laughs> absolutely restrained. It is absolutely. completely stuck in place. Uh, I feel like it's right, got cool. its, at least its gore attack. It's got its. Yeah, I was gonna say it's definitely just using the gore attack. It's All right. where it just you goes wild with his tusks. All right, you use the Al Gore attack. What do you? What? How much damage? Roll me. Roll me an attack. Roll me. Nope. Well, you have to roll me an attack. With I'll give you advantage because you're inside his mouth. But roll me an attack. Hit him with an inconvenient truth. <laughs> Not twenty. Not no. Gore. <laughs> Please let this be That's the so killing good. blow. This is the only That's thing so that good. matters in life. On the Cosmo dice too. Let's go. Not a kid. Not a fucking kid. That's unbelievable. <laughs> it's a plus eight, anyways. But it's uh, <laughs> uh unbelievable. Three D eight plus three D eight plus six. <laughs> Everyone. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, you had to know this battle was gonna be insane when you what turned in... a giant I rubber mean... duck into a weapon. Right, right. Please let this be the winning strike. Well, or at it's least the... 27 damage from the Damn. door attack. In, inside, of his, inside of his head. Summon Celestial is a fucking spell. What Holy fuck. Is the 8th level spell? This is the most clutch eighth level spell I think I've ever experienced right so, now. So, did you double uh, the dice, from, Dan? From I did double the dice. Yeah. So from okay. the side of the neck, you see a tusk come poking out of the of the outside of the of the outside of the throat from the inside, um, as you are sitting on the edge of it. Um, that's, gross. That's uh, so I'm gonna gross. Do we hear like an elephant noise, like as like that hole gets poked through his like neck? I want for this neck. I, I am gonna roll one d six of uh, of damage for it though for being inside this thing's throat. It's gonna die. Sw swallow and damage. Three damage. <laughs> I wanted that to be a one uh, so bad. And we had assumed it was a two. Yeah, yeah. it was at two yeah. health. It was at so, two HP. At, so he so, gets this cool thing. <laughs> now there's a dead elephant in his throat. <laughs> well, it shrieks back down. But yeah, yes, you, you, you are correct. Oh, um, man. It has a little snack, but choke, so this thing does its, its like gore attack. You see the, the tusk come out of it, and then you and poke a hole and do a pretty respectable amount of damage. And then all of a sudden, like it gets like you, you like the heat and the pressure inside the, the throat of a dragon. Just like you, you see it like shrink back down, and its uh, its its throat is no longer restricted. Um, that is going to bring us to Cosmo's turn. Remember, yes. I was a snake. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, so me. fucking funny. R.I.P. the elephant. All right, so it is Cosmo's turn. Cosmo is going to... I don't think we... I think we just slice and dice, baby. You have advantage on your first attack. I sure do. That, I sure do. Um, I don't think we want to... Also, use your fucking luck amulet, you fuck. Dude, so I yeah, used Yeah, dude, if there was ever one time that you okay. could use it. So, so how first, much, first how, usage. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. How much advantage can a guy have? Vow of Enmity legitimately gives me advantage on all of my attack rolls. So can I have double, triple advantage? I don't think so. So we just roll normies okay we're rolling advantage already. yeah but the luck amulet don't do the luck that. lets you re-roll it's not advantage it lets you re-roll re it's oh, not okay. advantage you get to have advantage and then re-roll stuff all right all right we'll use our so luck amulet on this one then okay that's what we're only doing. if you need it only if you need I just it. watched the first, John, the first item like, first yeah, magic laid. item he <laughs> ever got 
guys. Episode man. two. You guys, man. I'll tell you what. That's fine. That's uh, so funny. So funny. Um, I know we are going way over, by the way. I promise I'm trying to get to a break point. I'm sure you are. I can't, I can't, we can't. We can't get there. Um, I'm sure you are. So no, I, no, I'm the doing, donkey's I'm doing my coming damnedest. in on the cart right. right now. All right. So. All right. So we got our first nat twenty. <clears throat> Wait, is that oh, you got a nat twenty? Yep, I got a nat twenty. You said it so nonchalantly, I couldn't tell if that was actually happening. No, so we got our first nat twenty. Yeah. So we got our first. <laughs> we got our first. We have three more to go because we got advantage plus our luck roll here. <sighs> Didn't even need our D20 or our D4s yet. All right, so we got one. That's not it. We got two. That's an 18. Pretty close. Yeah, no, my no. my no. brother in Christ, you don't have to roll ever again. You already got the nat 20. Well, no, we're, we're doing two attacks. We're doing three, three attacks. attacks. We're doing two attacks. No, I only have two. Oh, attacks. you're doing both. Okay. I have one, two attacks per action. Two attacks per action. So first one, nat 20. Those smites. Introduce him to God. We're we're send him to, to the thing he wants to be. We're evangelizing right now with our. Mm -hmm. Have you read? Power the of Ao book? compels you. The power of Ao compels you. The power of Ao compels you. <laughs> All right. So here we go. What was that guy you saw every time you died? The archivist. Sorry. Yeah, the archivist. Uh, Stephen. I think it was hey, <laughs> yeah. Jeff. Hey, gonna, what was it? The, you're just trying Jeff. to send the archivist a new friend, you know? Alright. So. Yeah, but he's it's a it's a the it's the Jeff. My name is Capital Jeff. T, Capital <laughs> J. First attack is 82 damage. Second one is oh, This is gonna break my record for sure. What did I say? 82. 82. Uh first attack is 82. <laughs> so the second one is 44. That's actually not gonna break my record. So it's 126 damage. That is, y'all are filthy. wild, filthy. I know. The grogs have spoken. <laughs> grogs. Oh my god. Okay. Um, so, so that's it. That's, yeah. Give me. Give me some flavor. Give me some flavor. You're just hacking away. Um. Uh. I think Cosmo. He. He's like felt this like, he, because he got really attacked and was like bloodied. And I think like he like rips the shoulder pad off of his uh, left side and exposes the seal of Moradin on his left shoulder, and it's oh, just hell yes. And um, <clears throat> he's just like by the power of Moradin, and he's just like, ah! Let's go. And, I love it. Um, I think yeah, yeah, electricity flying off of you um, as the and like I think that the seal on your shoulder is like illuminated. Like it's it looks it, it's a good look. That's sick. Um, and he just shockingly does 126 damage. That's it's pretty get. shocking. Um, love it. Um, okay, so you you do this attack, and obviously you know it's not a good time for uh, for Goldbreak, who is who's just like starting to like who still continues like just everywhere every single time every round is just like losing more of this like iridescent liquid from inside of them. Um, and you see this tail that's going to come whopping around at you, and it's going it's going to do it's going to do a hit on you. Uh, on me? That's gonna yeah, it's gonna do it's gonna do a hit on you. That's gonna be thirty two to hit. I'm not even sure that I say like do I just is that a question? I'm not even sure how to answer that anymore. 
Exactly. Like <laughs> it's not even a question anymore. It's just he's John just shouting numbers 30? at us. <laughs> yeah. Um, twenty-seven damage. Twenty-seven. Oof. Oof. That's fine. You're okay. still up. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Um, that is going to bring us to Rangram's turn. Uh, Rangram's turn. I just got up from being fucking bloodied in death saves. Shout out to Glenn. You redeemed all your punch cards. <laughs> I got a new card, baby. Well, Cosmo threw his away. He doesn't need it anymore. No, oh, we shredded it. The yoga well, next to Cosmo closed. Uh, Rangrim's going to run and just jump on his underside as close as he can between his hind legs. Did did I make that at least? Um, well, you're you're okay. So I don't think you can make. Let me see. One, two. He's technically partially off. Uh, I guess no. You can get there. One, two, three, four, five. There is that little. Uh, you can kind of make way. it. Yeah, you can kind of make it underneath him, but I don't. You're not going to be make it able to make it all the way to his back, like back legs. You're going to be because you can move five spaces. I'm going to hang out there for a moment, and I'm going to hold an action if he moves. Okay, awesome. And the action I'm holding that is if he moves anywhere before me, I'm going to shove my shield <laughs> in his asshole. In his, you said you would. On a cloaca? Uh, cloaca, exactly. Yep. Um, well. I said I was going to. That is, that may or may not happen. That will stand to see. Because Goldbreak is getting frustrated and desperate this 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 is becoming a lot more painful and taking a lot longer than Goldbreak expected and you the two of you that are on I think all three of you see this um the Goldbreak's body begins to glow with this like you can tell that there's like an energy that's building inside of them and as they are like it's almost like they're taking in a breath, but not only that, like they seem to be expanding and bringing in this energy and their whole body, like between the scales and all of these shards that are encased in their body seem to begin to glow. And then they release a just ear splitting screech that, and a burst of energy blasts out from their body. And I need for all of you to make dexterity saving throws. Dexterity saving throws. Dex, 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 dexterity. Technically, the only person close to me is Glenn, I think? I don't even know where Rainbow is anymore. I'm very close to Goldbreak's B-hole, so I don't think I get your buff. But I rolled a 13, I still have a plus 5, so that's a 18. <laughs> okay. We're rolling deck saves to dodge the credit roll. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, net 20. Wow. Uh, Glenn only got a 22. Okay. Um, the only so, is probably like a 29 to save. Cosmo's the only one that makes the save. Um, okay. But, Glenn, I know that you have uh, Uncanny Dodge, so you can get out Cosmo's of Cosmo's the only one makes stuff. the save. What'd you, what'd you roll? 18 doesn't make it? No. I rolled a 22, bud. Yeah, it does not make it. Um, so, uh, Glenn, I know that you're going to take half damage from this. Uh, Cosmo, you also take half damage. Rangram's the only one that's going to take full damage. Um, 
It is 85 damage. Oh, oh my shit. god. As what fire the literal fuck? Fire and energy, this hot energy bursts out of the of, of Goldbreak's body and just blasts you. And not only does it blast you, it shoots it shoots you all about 15 feet in, in multiple directions. Cosmo, are you still up after Whee! taking 41? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, okay. I'm up. Okay. Um, Rangram, are you still up after taking uh, 82 damage? That? 82 fire damage? Uh, yes, it is actually fire damage. Add a kid. So, your, so Atta your kid. boy is up with six HP. Add a kid. <laughs> Goldbreak does this this like explosion of of hot like fiery energy and blasts the three of you off of him, and just like he is breathing heavily and obviously very clearly frustrated. Um, but he looks down at the three of you with just absolute murder in his eyes and that is where we're going to leave the session tonight fucking gold break fucking gold break and we we hurting we hurting boys we we are we are definitely hurting Thank you for listening to the Almost Heroes and their mostly 5th edition D&D adventures. We post new podcast episodes every Monday, and you can catch us live on Twitch every Tuesday at 7 p.m. PST at twitch.tv slash bangerangbobby. See you there.